Hey, all you nostalgic square dancers. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. <laughs> Did you forget for a minute there? No, nope, I, just... I was just being dramatic. Oh, was it a dramatic? Was it a yeah, dramatic taking pause? my time. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't mean to critique your acting. <laughs> One of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm Kendra Mickles, and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning, and I've seen them all. You can find more about this show and others like it at our network's website, radiomeanwhile.com. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Twitter at Here We Go Pod. And please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts. Today we're discussing Season 4, Episode 22, Change Partners. Yeehaw! <laughs> Let's crack open the Condor. Condor is committed to professional standards professional ethics the week need not apply this episode originally aired february 23rd of 1994 one birthday to mention on february 24th wesley gullick plays willie turned 46 happy birthday willie movie wise we have one movie of note starring a 90210 alum (laughs) February 24th, eight seconds, starring yes. Luke Perry and Stephen Baldwin. I feel bad that I've never seen this movie, but I haven't. Never watched it. Never heard of it. Okay. All right. He's so, like a rodeo champ. Yeah. That's okay. fun. All right. Um, TV-wise, uh, well, first, no, we can talk about it now. So the Olympics happened. <gasps> oh. One of my favorite okay. things. Yeah. And um, it happened in... Say this place is it Lilyhammer? Hmm, I don't know. Lylehammer? Lilyhammer. Probably Lilyhammer sounds. Lilyhammer, Norway. I have a Norwegian uncle. I'll ask him next time I see him. (laughs) From February 12th to the 27th. Yeah. It was the only Olympics to take place two years after the previous Winter Games. Oh. Um, and the first to be held in a different year from the Summer Olympics. So remember, we talked about. How they used to have them, yeah, in the same year, right? It's a um, lot. and yeah, because I was so confused. I was like, "How are we talking about the Olympics this often?" <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, so this was the first one after they like changed the rules and everything. Seems like a good rule change. Yeah, um, bunch of medals. Russia got the most gold, okay, um, but Norway took away the most total. Oh, um, United States only got thirteen. Hmm. Uh, medals. Norway mm. got 26. Okay. But, you know, usually the home country, uh, that's that's usually is, what happens. Is that true? Why would that be? Just, I don't know. I think it's huh. just, you know, you have okay. people from yeah. your country there cheering sure. you on. You're in your home country. They're not I don't jet know. lagged. They're having all yeah, the food they exactly, want. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Home, right. home, uh, home turf advantage. Yeah. Uh, the United States won six gold medals. Mm-hmm. Um, and TV wise, this is why I was, uh, mentioning TV on February 23rd. It was the, uh, CBS's coverage of the women's figure skating, uh, short program, (laughs) which we talked about earlier, the whole Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan thing. So it immediately became one of the highest rated primetime television programs in American history. Really? Wow. Because people were waiting for this showdown between Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah. But then, uh, it didn't even end up being a real showdown. Tanya Harding, Mm. I think got like. 11th or 8th place um nancy kerrigan was she skated like a perfect perfect routine but was barely beat out by oksana bayul who is another household name definitely in in figure skating you're right about that 16 year old oksana bayul yeah 
so yeah, that's the Olympics. Okay. Um, what is this you put under music? Oh, I put it in the wrong place. I was just mentioning that because it's today is first contact day, but we can just Yay! Skip it. We can mention it. Okay. First contact day. What does that mean, Nick? Well, this is the day in Star Trek first contact when they make first contact with an alien species, when the Vulcans and the humans meet for the first time. Ah. So yeah, every year at this time, there's all sorts of like Star Trek frenzy going on. I've seen you. You've been blowing up my Twitter this Thank week you. for sure. Thanks, dude. <laughs> Um, all right. And one more thing. The, uh, is it on this day that this happened? On the, the day that this came out? It was yeah. like the 21st. I think. Okay, cool. So the Hubble telescope sent back its first clear images of Pluto and its moon, Saren? Oh. Saren. Are you, a, since my wife is a big space nut. I mean, she loves, she loves all this stuff. Are you into space? Or are you only into figure skating? <laughs> <laughs> Exclusively figure skating. Okay. Uh, right. Space is cool. Uh, Eric, my husband, Eric. Uh, I've heard of him. Yeah. He uh, likes it a lot. Okay. Like we've already discussed if he had the opportunity to go to space and I would never see him again. I'd be like, all right. You, you let him you. go. Yeah, you let him go. Wow. Good while. Well, they say, they say, if you love him, let him go. <laughs> yeah. To space. <laughs> Is the full expression that people don't say. But yeah, that's usually the way it goes. Yep. Hmm. So Pluto has a moon. What makes it not a planet? Is it just its size? I think it's size? just size. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Poor Pluto. I know. It's a dwarf planet. That's something. Yeah. Makes it sound, makes it sound cute, like a dwarf hamster. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Oh, my word. Speaking of hamster, I just looked behind me, and the cage is open. My guinea pig's wow. cage is open. Wow. Hold on, everyone. I have to save our guinea pig. Oh, my gosh. This is happening in real time. Rescued? Some, successfully? Yes. Okay, yep, good, rescued good. successfully. Good. Sometimes uh, you feed the guinea pig and forget to yeah. shut the cage, but she's never jumped out. That's good. Wood, so. Yeah. Can a guinea pig jump? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm very Hopefully we that, never so. find out. They okay. they hop. Okay. Oh, that's right. You're allergic to it's guinea weird. pigs. I don't know. I, I keep forgetting I have no that. explanations. <laughs> All right, Nick, take us beyond the zip code. I will. Well, uh, as we were saying earlier, it is first contact day. So I'm going to share some 90210 Star Trek related trivia with you here today, Kendra. All right. First of all, in 1994, when this episode aired, Star Trek Generations came out, which was the first Star Trek movie I ever saw. I read the novelization. I loved it. That was my window in. Nice. To, to Star Trek. But anyway, uh, in the and film. You were never the same. <laughs> that's true. In the film Star Trek First Contact, the Borg Queen was played by Alice Kreisch, who we met Alice Kreige in 90210 because she played Dylan's one-off love interest, Annie Beresford, in that time when he was trapped in a romance novel. Kendra, do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Season three Man, episode. that was a weird episode. Wild horses when Dylan wines and dines the Borg Queen. Uh, also, in other Star Trek trivia here, Michelle Hurd, who plays Raffi in Star Trek Picard, played the recurring role of Rachel Gray in 90210 The CW Years. So, happy Star Trek, everyone. I still haven't finished Picard should do that no. i mean i know you didn't like it but it's true i was liking it good so well let me know when you <laughs> okay all right uh all right let's look at the synopsis for this week's episode okay brandon and kelly are off for task force retreat while dylan and lucinda schedule a private screening of her film sparks fly in every direction when both couples are tempted to stray I would say a little more than a little more than tempted. <laughs> Meanwhile, Brenda and Donna find a dog who recently escaped the CU's medical research lab. What I a thought, random 
random storyline. When that dog showed up, I thought it was the dog from like season one. It's the same dog, I swear. I was like, the dog has returned. He's come back. It's found Brenda. It's a homeward bound situation. Anyway, yeah. All right, Mm. Nick, tell us he's living in Beverly Hills. Today's episode was directed by Bethany Rooney and written by Chip Johannesson. A lot of syllables in that last name. <laughs> returning, re- returning. <laughs> Take your time. Take your time. <laughs> returning players include Mark Damon Espinosa as Jesse, who basically Jesse just shows up to drop a couple of dad jokes and that's it. That's it. That's all he does at this point. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, yeah. You know, welcome back. Joe Itata <laughs> as Nat. Joshua Beckett as Josh Richland. Dinah Myers back as Lucinda Nicholson. William S. Taylor as Dean Trimble. Nicholas Pryor as Chancellor Arnold. We also get Todd Bryant from the Keg House as Artie Devers. Ryan Brown comes back as Munts. And we say a final steamy farewell to Kathy Evanson as Kathy Fisher. This is the final of the three appearances by this character. Several new recurring players. We have Dan Spector as Alan. He's going to show up a couple more episodes here. He was in multiple episodes of Lou Grant and Happy Days and also did episodes of Facts of Life and Different Strokes. Each time was a different character, even though a lot of those shows share continuities, but whatever. Hmm. We have Lawrence Monison as John Farino. He recurred as Dean Rollins on ER and made appearances in both Star Trek Deep Space Nine and Star Trek Enterprise. Have you seen either of those shows, Kendra? No. Okay. We have Nancy Fernandez as Nadine. Now, I'm sure that we've talked about Nadine. They've been like, oh, just call in Nadine or Nadine's at the Peach Pit. But we've never actually seen the character until this moment. Yeah, until today. I noticed that. Hello, Nadine. This is the first of seven appearances. Uh, the only other thing she was in was a short in 2012 called Red Nose of Sorrow. I don't know what that is, but we'll see her six more times as Nadine. Finally, and this is if we had like a siren for a, for a major turning point here. Woo, woo, woo. Thank you. We have Kathy, Kathleen Robinson making her first appearance as Claire Arnold. She's a major recurring character. We'll be seeing a lot more of Claire going forward. I'm not going to tell you how much because I feel that would be a spoiler, Kendra. All right. You're too clever when I tell you episode numbers and things. You're like, well, from that information, I must extrapolate to this character. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not putting up with that. Yeah, it's hard to surprise me. I well, Apparently. Kathleen Robinson would go on to appear opposite Kelsey Grammer in the show Boss and would be a regular on shows like Murder in the First and Northern Rescue. So hello, Claire Arnold. That's played she looked very familiar Kathleen to me, Robinson. but I've never seen any of those. She's so. she's all over the place. I mean, she's she's shown up in a lot of different things. So I'm sure you've seen this actress before. All right. Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's get into it. Okay, change partners. Here we go. We start on campus with this adorable freaking dog who broke my heart the whole looks episode so much like my dog arbuckle i don't like a bigger like a slightly yeah. bigger version yep of your dog arbuckle all i could see maybe that's why it hit so close to yeah, home pulled the for me. Yeah, yeah. um so we're just watching this dog he's walking around campus uh sometimes we see it like from his point of view like looking at people um he eventually sees brenda and donna and follows them yeah uh, and that's kind of... He's on the trail. Yep, have a scene Really, goes. I thought I didn't remember this dog. Remember, was it season one? It was a long time ago. It was, when yeah. When Brenda had this stray dog and she wanted to keep it. And then, like, she and David were... It was the first time she and David talked. Yeah. I really thought, like, oh, I guess that dog comes back. But no, they just... 
Different they have dog. a type. They have a yeah. type. They like their <laughs> they like their shaggy little scrappy little pooches on this show. Uh, in the student union, Brandon runs into Kelly, like almost literally runs into her. A lot of and, touching. Uh, they're talking about the upcoming retreat that they're mm-hmm. going on together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an overnight thing. So mm-hmm. Brandon's like, is Dylan okay with it? And she's like, yeah, he's fine. Yeah. Kind of thing. They're vibing hard in this scene. There's so much touching. She's yeah. like grabbing his arm to look at his watch. They're standing very close. He's, touch, touch, he's touch. He's bonking her on the head with this yeah. uh, poster he has in his hand, yeah. which is apparently a housewarming gift for Steve. Yeah. Remember the uh, remember the snapping incident of a few, yes. well, last episode, was it? Yeah, that and was like last episode. snapping in her face. I don't know. It was know so weird. Was. I don't know what it was. That was weird. So Kelly's off to talk about monogamy with yeah. uh, in Lucinda's class. Yeah. But we go to Steve's room first. The poster that Brandon has brought is a, it's a movie poster, Barbarella. Barbarella. Yep. So she is, you know, scantily clad, holding a gun sure kind is. of thing. Yep. Um, Steve is very happy to be in this dorm room because now he can bring girls back. Right. And, and have privacy away from And we've got, a we've got Munts and Artie Deavers yep. in here with him, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Artie turns on some music and immediately Kathy, the R, is she an RA? She's an RA. Yeah. RA. She bursts through the door and is like, you play this song a million times. I'm so sick of this song. Yeah, and- I meant to look up what that song was supposed to be because Steve's oh, yeah. like, you're still listening to this song and it's just like, you know, Muzak. It's weird. I'm sure, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sure it was some hot song of the day, probably from the college soundtrack. Yeah, probably. Uh, so she, she's bound and determined not to let the storm become no. a keg party yeah. house. No. And Artie just kind of antagonizes her, makes her hold this like Nerf gun in front of the yeah. poster. It was and... like Barbarella. Yeah. Yeah. Not cool, Artie. Yeah. So she kind of storms out and Steve is upset at Artie. For... She's going to go call Andrea herself. Oh, yes. She is going to go call Andrea. Herself. Really? Are, they're not doing anything. They're not doing a single thing. No. I mean, what does she have the authority to kick him out over? I, mean, she I guess it's just that they have this deal. I think, yeah, I don't think she could kick out just a student who actually lived there, but Steve is just hanging out. So yeah. she definitely could kick him out for no reason at all. I don't know why she puts up with it even a little bit. but Yeah. Yeah. But it is college. I mean, they're allowed to listen to music. Yeah. The only power she has is that Andrea... They're not supposed to be doing this subletting thing. So, yeah. You know, she can she can drop the dime on that anytime she wants. Yeah. All right. In anthropology class, they're talking about serial monogamy, mm. which Kelly explains as Dylan walks in and is listening that it's when you have a partner for every phase of your life yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and Lucinda ends the class by saying monogamy is sleeping with one person at a time. Mm. They're, so oh, and by the way, they're all sitting on the floor in a circle, yeah. like they're crisscross. like on mats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so after the class, Dylan's like, "Oh, which of these partners am I?" And Don is like, "Your Nat, Nat is your partner." <laughs> oh yeah. There was a little because Andrea wasn't there, and somebody says something about. Oh, that's it, that's later. Is it? Okay, yeah. Because that was the, that's a crazy. I, I yes, it, okay, I wrote it. Right. I wrote it down. But all right, it, all right, we'll get to it. We'll get to it a little it. bit. I jumped um, the gun. So Dylan is returning Lucinda's proposal mm-hmm. and says that he would like to see her film. Kelly is still kind of like pushing this, like, oh, he has money and he's yeah. going to yeah. fund it. 
Um, Which is funny because do you remember, I don't know if it was like right after, there was some point where Kelly was like, oh, you ought to just give him a scholarship. And Dylan pulled her aside and he was like, don't you ever yeah. mention that I have money again? Yeah. Don't you ever. But here it's like, yeah, he'll fund it. And Dylan's yeah. like, maybe I will. You know, so I yeah. don't. Um, so they decide that even though Kelly is going to be out of town with Brandon, yeah. they will meet up the next day to uh, watch her film. Watch the film. She's going to book a room. Is yeah. What she, says. she says book Which a room. Again, and I was like, a hotel yeah. room? I don't yeah. understand. All she can talk is in spicy double entendres. That's yeah. that's all her dialogue is. Kendra, would you say at this point they're going to change partners? I would. I you would? would? Okay. I would say that. Okay. Okay, so outside on the campus, this is where Donna's talking about she, like, feels <laughs> very targeted by everything Lucinda says. Yeah. And she says mm-hmm. she says that if on- – good thing Andrea wasn't there. She would have had a miscarriage. Yeah, that's a real – that's that a is, dark joke. That is not funny. No. That is not no. funny at all. Weird coming from Donna also. I Just know. kind of a strange not, – not, not, not in good taste. Not something not you good t- joke about. No. But anyway, so the the dog is waiting for them outside and is following them. Um, and they're talking about Stuart and no regrets about dumping Stuart. Yeah. And they like kind of stop and the dog just like jumps into the bushes to hide yeah. from them, which yeah. is super cute. Very clever. And yeah. so they're standing and talking and then Donna kind of notices uh, the dog. Oh, Brenda also tells Donna that she told Dylan that she still has feelings for him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I was kind of glad to have a little like callback to that because yeah. it was such an out of left field scene that was kind of nice for her to be like, I don't know what was wrong with me. I don't know what was going on. Just yeah. nice to cover that because I don't know why they did it. Yeah, I don't either. Still, so. I don't either. So Donna notices the dog and they kind of keep walking and let the dog follow them. And finally they turn around and give it some food. And it's the cutest little dog ever. It's it so scruffy. Mm-hmm. Yes, very. Yes, if you... If you're listening I'll and you it. know what, I'm gonna put it on Twitter. Okay, yeah, put a picture of our buckle next to Tori Spelling acts as if she's never interacted with the dog before because she's like, Oh, he's hungry. She's like, I've got something for you. And she gets out to a Ziploc bag and just like hands it to the dog. And I'm yeah, like, and he's like trying to get in the bag. He's really and... trying to like open a Ziploc bag. And she's like, No, here you go. And she reaches down and I'm like, She's gonna take food out. No, she just hands it to him again. And I was like, The man doesn't have hands. <laughs> He's a dog. Maybe she was instructed not to actually give the dog any well, food. It's insane what she does. I don't know. It was. Like, I noticed that too. Yeah. Poor dog. He suffered enough. So they're just gonna leave it there. It has. Yeah. It has a collar, but no yeah. tags. They're just right. gonna leave it there. And they open their car door. The dog jumps in. Uh, and Brenda like kicks him out of the car. Yeah. I, yeah, which I couldn't, like, I couldn't believe that she no, did that. No, me neither. It's a big change from the last time we saw Brenda with an identical dog. But yeah, Donna's like, we'll just take him for a ride and we'll bring him back. And Brenda's like, no. And she's like, well, then you kick him out. And I thought Brenda was going to be like, okay. But she was like, hit the streets, dirtbag. Yeah, she kicks him out. Him right out the door. So they take off in the car and the dog follows mm. on foot. Yeah. At the Peach Pit. Uh, Andrea and Steve are talking. Apparently, Kathy's words were something about the keg cancer is not spreading through Marlowe Hall. Wow. Very dramatic. Very dramatic, Kathy. Yeah. So Andrea is upset, and she's like, no more visitors from the keg house in this dorm room. Hmm. And Steve's like, okay, that's fair. 
Why does she care again? Nothing about this plot makes sense to me. Not a single thing. Andrea now has like a full home. Yeah. But why does she, she need- just she just wants this like clubhouse, I guess. It's fine. I mean it's hers, but I just don't get it. I don't I don't get it either. Uh Kelly at not Kelly. Andrea and no. <laughs> <laughs> Brenda and Donna arrive yeah, yeah, yeah. and Andrea shows them uh, her first ultrasound pictures. Oh, yes. And she accidentally describes it as a him, but she mm-hmm. doesn't she doesn't know the, the sex She's of the baby guessing. yet. Steve thinks it looks like a mega burger. So mm-hmm. that's something. When we first saw the ultrasound of our son in the picture, his ankles were crossed like he was reclining and sitting back, which is Aww. how I... Which is how I all I'm doing it right now. It's how I always sit, how I was sitting when we saw the picture, and we were like, "Yeah, that's that's him." So. <laughs> that's so cute. Uh, they're talking with Andrea about she's going to be working at the medical lab on campus, yeah. which will become important later. Yeah. No as they're sure. as they're talking, they hear a ruckus, and the dog <laughs> has broken into the peach yeah. pit. <laughs> exactly. So he runs right over to Donna and Brenda and Donna decides that she's going to, well, she doesn't really, Donna doesn't decide anything these days. No. She has to get approval from someone. So she keeps asking Brenda, <laughs> like, Brenda, can we keep, can yeah. I keep this dog in my apartment where you don't live? I don't, Donna, Donna's like, the character makeup of Donna is like a yo-yo, yeah. you know, because she started like super dumb. And then it was kind of like, no, Donna's coming to her own. Donna's smart. And then she was pathetic for a while. And now we're back to like real dumb. Yeah. You know, like all her interactions are just like, oh, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. I can't, I can't track it. Well, if it's a yo-yo, hopefully we'll, we'll go the other way <laughs> Thank at some you, point. Yeah. <laughs> um, Nat makes a joke about like, just do like King Solomon did. Cut the dog in half. Cause yeah. Brenda and Donna both want the dog. Yeah. Also um, a little dark. But yeah. Brenda concedes and mm-hmm. lets. There's no mention of the other dog. They don't connect it to the first dog that bit. she had at all. Not even a little bit. It seemed like a missed opportunity to me, but not even later when when it's like Brenda and David. There's not a callback to. Yeah, Remember no. that time that we had a dog together? Nothing. We had a dog together. I don't get it. <laughs> Next scene: Lucinda's. They're sitting. Bren, Brandon and Lucinda sit sitting and watching TV. Uh, Brandon says she's very backward in her tube culture. Yeah. They're flipping through the channels okay. and can't really find anything to watch. He he settles on sports, but then she makes a comment about how she doesn't miss how Corey Randall was so into sports. So he just yeah. turns it off. Brandon also calls her babe, which again, it's like they can't really commit to making Lucinda like a actual like strong woman character you know it's like she has these stupid classes and then like at home she's tying brandon's shoes and he's calling her babe and i don't know it's just like pick a lane (laughs) um so they turn the tv off and they talk about how he's going on the retreat and she makes some sort of joke about She's going to be spending time with Dylan while yeah, he's she'll gone, so she'll be fine. Yeah, something. Yeah, I don't and know. he instantly is, yeah. like, because oh, I guess you're spending time with Dylan. Like he's very jealous. Yeah, right off the bat, jelly. So they have a little argument, and she's like, "I don't turn green because you're slipping out of town with Kelly." And he's like, "Well, maybe you should." Yeah, he's <laughs> like, "Maybe it would be nice if I yeah. thought you cared." Yeah. yeah. So he's going to leave, but then she convinces him in her Lucinda way. Mm-hmm. to stay the night do you think do you think it's sexual uh, yes okay 
Okay. I do too. Hard to say, but yes. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At Kelly Donna Davids, the uh, the dog knocks over the trash can. That hit too close to home for me. Did it? That's my life. Yeah. That's my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, the day then the dog goes to hear David play the piano. Yeah. And they decide to name the dog Rocky because David is playing Rachmaninoff. Hmm. Did you recognize the music, Kendra? A little, yeah. Okay. All right. I did. Um, David then picks up the dog and is like holding it while he's sitting on the piano bench. And Kelly's talking about they really need to find the owner. And as David is holding the dog, they notice that he's got like some random shaved spots on his chest. Can I just say that he doesn't? Like they really. Yeah, they it's, really it's not clear. It, it's not, not clear. A, there's not a shaved spot on that dog. <laughs> You don't it's have not to. super clear. I'm just saying you don't have to zoom in and show the underside if you're not going to shave the dog. I understand not wanting to shave a dog, but like, <laughs> then don't show it, you yeah. know? Again, pick a lane. <laughs> so they're kind of, you know, we'll, we'll come back to that, but they're a okay. little like, huh, that's weird. Yeah, strange. <laughs> At the Walsh house, Brandon is packing up, talking to Jim and Cindy. He thinks the weekend is going to go very well because he and Kelly have really been schmoozing the chancellor. Mm-hmm. Sure have. Is it weird? What does it say about me that every time I hear the word chancellor, I think of Star Wars? Chancellor Valorum? Chancellor Palpatine, Chancellor Valorum. You are a prequels gal. I am. What can I say? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so Jim and Cindy are surprised about Kelly. I guess they didn't know about this whole arrangement they had. That it's like a continued situation. Yeah. Not a one-off. So they're yeah. kind of like, oh, interesting that mm-hmm. Kelly is mm-hmm. going to these functions with you. Yeah. Kelly and Donna then arrive with dog in tow. And Kelly makes some sort of comment about like, oh, Brandon's getting to where he can't leave without me. Leave the house without me. Mm-hmm. And Jim and Cindy kind of give each yep. other a look. They know what's up. Uh, they Donna asks Jim and Cindy to look at the dog's chest, which we see again. And they're like, hmm. <laughs> no shave marks. Jim thinks that the dog maybe was operated on. And Cindy suggests taking the dog to the vet. Mm-hmm. Good thought. At Steve's dorm, Andrea's dorm. One of the two. Munts stops by, and uh, he is very excited because his girlfriend of two years is finally ready to have sex with him. Seal the deal. And he would like to borrow the dorm mm-hmm. uh, for the event. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, classy, and... for the event. <laughs> Steve is, uh, at first, like, no, I was told... I can't have any keg people in here. No like, kegs. I can't do that. Yeah. But months is like, I'm a virgin. I need the storm. Please yeah. help me out. And Steve, uh, Steve relents. Yeah. I just like, that is so gross to me. Yeah. Letting a friend have sex in your bed. Yeah. That's not even your bed. It's someone else's bed. Someone else's bed. Yeah. I just, and that I don't someone understand else? that. Has on no that alone, that just the I'm grossness just say, of it, I would yeah. be like, no. <laughs> no we have can't. seen a lot of action on that bed in Andrea's dorm room. That's true. That's all I'm saying. That's true. Yeah. Maybe it's a magical bed. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Brandon and Kelly arrive at the retreat, and it is a very like outdoorsy kind uh-huh. of. They're going to be nightmare. in cabins, and so I like they're. The cabins. Yeah. yeah, they're talking about that. Um, they learned that there are girls' and boys' cabins, mm-hmm. so they are not going to be sleeping in the in the same cabin mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be square dancing. They see 
a flyer for that <laughs> this, as well. This cracked me up because last episode we were like, maybe it's just about square dancing. Maybe that's all it is. And then here we go. A square and here dance, we go. So. It was really square dancing. We were right. Uh, the chancellor walks up and they meet his daughter, Claire, who is mm-hmm. in high school. Hi, Claire. She's about to graduate high school, but she is there for the retreat as well. Mm-hmm. And she's mm-hmm. going to be bunking with Kelly. Yes. We learn. Yeah, and they have a fun little thing. Claire's like, oh, he thinks you're going to be my babysitter. And Brandon's like, well, I want you to be Kelly's babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> we do we laugh. have fun. We have fun. <laughs> okay, next scene is Dylan and Lucinda are watching her Ooh. film. Which, this cracked me up. Because I'm, what, did you shoot this on a Super 8 in 1981? I like, know. How is this She's film? like, this is very raw footage. It sure and I'm like, is. I mean, it's yeah. like. Yeah. From the 50s. You recorded raw. that with a hand crank camera. So, yes, I think it is a little raw. And they are sitting so close to each other. So close to each other. So close. To so each this other. is the room she was renting. It's a, yeah. a room to watch her film in. Her film. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They're talking about like, oh, happiness. Happiness is overrated. And I want to be, I see people who are happy and I want to be like that. I want to be mm-hmm. fully alive. Mm-hmm. And then she says that, she, has, has he ever had a spicy Guatemalan Bad feast. Bad idea. Which Brandon made a comment about earlier. He was like, what are you going to do? Cook him a spicy Guatemalan meal? You which go. is what he did for, it she did for him. You never go to a second location with a stranger. That's what no. they teach you all the time. You don't yeah. do it. Nope. So No second locations. But Dylan agrees. He does. Back at the retreat, Brandon gets to his cabin and uh-oh, guess who his cabin mate is? Who? Josh Richland. No, that's his nemesis. His worst enemy. No. And Josh is like, I had a few questions for you. And they just go straight into an interview Mm -hmm. where he asks, what did he have on Corey Randall that made him drop the charges against Steve? Yeah. And Brandon's like, I was, I was tutoring Deshaun. That's why. Yeah. He, he liked me. He liked Deshaun. That's why. And then he asks about Lucinda, and Brandon does not play it cool. No. He should have been like, no, yeah, I I knew her, but we, no, we yeah. don't talk anymore. But yeah. instead, he's like, why are you doing this? How dare you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he really, no, he doesn't play it cool at all. I don't no. get it. I Yeah, that was dumb. But he asks why Josh is doing this, and Josh is like, I don't like you. Yeah. And Brandon's like, well, I don't like you either. If... <laughs> If I've learned anything from Columbo, just don't say anything. Yeah. Don't don't pose or don't pose alternatives. Don't like be like, oh, how dare you? Just be like, I don't know what to tell you, man. I gotta go. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. You know, but no, Brandon plays right into it. Yeah. Speaking of Lucinda, mm-hmm. back at Lucinda's apartment, Dylan is looking at her mask collection. Very this whole scene very reminiscent of the first scene with Lucinda and Brandon at the mask apartment. Yep, at the mask apartment. Um, she brings out the food that she's made. She sets up these candles yeah. in four like corners and is talking about we give thanks to the four corners, which are earth, water, animals, animals, and the universe. Which is people. Which is people. I meant to look this up. This like was new it, to me. is this real? Yeah. Why isn't it earth, water, fire, yeah. and sky? Yeah, right. And the and of course the fifth element, but <laughs> of course. Which Luke Perry is in. Yeah. So Oh my god, is go. he in the, the fifth element? He is, yeah. Who is he? He's he's I don't know. I don't know what character he is, but yeah, he's there. It's been a while since I've seen it. I've only seen yeah. it once and it was a while ago. Well anyway, um so yeah, so now they're sitting on the floor 
about to eat this food, candles lit, and they're right in each other's face. They couldn't be sitting closer. No, she's like, when she's, I mean, like her arm is over the front of his, I don't even know how you sit like that. Yeah, yeah. It's very close. So she's very, very, she's glad Kelly introduced them and he's like, well, Kelly's my girlfriend. And she says, sex doesn't get any safer when your girlfriend is out of town. Yeah, jeez. Then when your girlfriend is out of town. And uh, they have a kiss. They do. And that's the end of the scene. I've been a little confused about Dylan's interest in Lucinda this whole time. Is he interested in her? I don't really understand. I don't know. I I don't know. All right. I just didn't get, like, she went in for a kiss, and I just thought it was weird that he I think it started as he's just a nice person, and he knows that Kelly likes her, and he wanted to help her out. But now they're, like, in this house alone. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's not subtle. No. You know what I mean? She's like, it's go time right here, right now. I don't understand. She's like this big feminist, but then she, I mean, later, we're going to get to it. But later she says, like, I wasn't going to have sex with you because of the movie. But, like, then why muddy the waters there? She should be able to present her work for what it is. Anyway, we'll get, we'll talk about it after. Anyway, we go back. Lucinda, Lucinda is almost exclusively written by male writers. And it's just this sort of. Whenever they need her to be strong, they do like not even true like feminism. They just yeah. do sort of like a hokey TV feminism. And then when they need her to be like a sex pot, she is. And they're like, yes, because she's strong and a feminist. And it's like, no, no, not- she is not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We go back to the retreat. Brandon is talking with Kelly's. He's fuming about Josh and mm-hmm. how he got under his skin. And Brandon, well, Kelly's like, well, you don't have any secrets, so you're fine. And so Brand- Brandon's Brandon, like, <laughs> and he tells, he actually tells her about Lucinda. Yeah. I'm yeah. surprised that he let her in on that. Did we have the actual square dance yet? Or is that later? No, that's later. Oh, cool. Cool. All right. Uh, so Kelly is both surprised and impressed mm-hmm. that he is dating Lucinda. Yeah. Josh then walks up while they're talking and they just kind of get up and immediately walk away. And, yeah. and Brandon's like, Oh, just make something up. That's what you're going to do anyway. And, he says something about like something about pithy yeah a pithy jo- quote or yeah, something yeah. yeah and kelly says you want something pithy pith off <laughs> <laughs> uh, i had to laugh I, I had to give her that one good one yeah brenda and donna take the dog to the vet the vet says the dog seems fine but that it has had surgery of mm. some kind mm-hmm. and she finds in his ear a tattoo that says that he belongs to the um to the lab like see you yeah yeah which i feel like like okay so they gave him the tattoo but why wouldn't they have a collar or something yeah. on him yeah, well it's maybe clear. it's because she says that the vet the, the vet says oh. that someone probably let him escape from the lab yeah he was so maybe they took off the, prison break scenario the collar yeah. or the tags yep. or something yep so she says that they have to call the lab they have to return the dog because yeah. it belongs to the lab and they're like well andrea works in the lab so we'll give the dog to andrea she's not going to let anything bad happen to feels the dog. like a missing scene doesn't it a little we don't really get in a scene with andrea yeah so i mean we'll we'll see andrea later right but right yeah yeah 
Okay, we're back at the tr- retreat, and now we have square dancing. The whole band yeah. out there, square yep. dancing. Uh, Brandon, actually out on the floor. He is. Doing square dancing. Yeah. Uh, Which he's he's very much about because Kelly rags him about that and he's like this is not dancing I'm simply following instructions yeah which he's right uh, pretty it's, funny stuff yeah uh, he and Josh Josh is dancing with Claire the chancellor's daughter right. and they because it's square dancing they have to change partners, change partners. so they Brandon ends up dancing with Claire a little and Josh ends up yeah. dancing with Kelly and uh, finally Kelly kind of pulls Brandon off the floor yeah. Uh, they see the dean and chancellor dancing as well, which is yep. funny. They're like dancing together. <laughs> they really are having a good time. Yeah. yeah. And they talk about, oh, the last time I really danced was with you, Kelly, at the yeah. at the dance. And they talk about how Brandon made a move on, or no, Kelly made Kelly, a move on yes. Brandon. Um, but then Brandon said that they're more like siblings and uh, how that stuck with her yeah. when, when yeah. he said that. That's pretty harsh. Yeah. Uh, but he also said if they were perfect strangers that he would be in love with her. Mm-hmm. Vibing. Yeah. Vibing pretty hard. Um, I didn't explain this comment to me. He okay. asks her, do you remember everything ever everyone ever said to you? And she says, not everyone. Yeah, I think she's just saying that Brandon is important to her. So she does remember the things that Brandon oh, says. Oh, okay. Man, I yeah. could not get, yeah. wrap my brain around what she meant with that. But speaking of people being into Brandon, we also learned during the square dance that Claire Arnold was feeling Brandon up. Oh, yeah. During the dance. Mm -hmm. So file that away. (laughs) All right. Poor Andrea. She goes to her dorm room (laughs) and she walks in on months in bed with his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And And then she like goes in the room because Kathy's coming. Yeah, Kathy's in the hall. So she has to like close the door and be like, I'm fine. So that Kathy won't see. Yeah. And she... um, she Muncie's grabs her stuff and is over it. She's not having this at all. Yeah. She's not she's not a happy camper. No, she's like, who is this? She's pregnant. <laughs> and Andrea's like, yeah. Um, yeah. So she waits out in the hall. As she's waiting in the hall, she runs into Steve and uh kicks him out. Mm-hmm. She's like, get your stuff. You're out of here You're tomorrow. Out. You are out, sir. Yep. Back at the retreat. Brandon and Kelly are walking through the woods back to the cabins. And they're just talking about Lucinda out in the open, mm-hmm. in the dark. I mean, who yeah. knows where Josh could be hiding? Uh, seriously. He I could know. be behind any tree. Yeah, he could. He's but anyway, very thin. They're, just, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're just talking about the Lucinda situation. And yeah. uh, Brandon says, like, at first it was romantic, but now it just feels like sneaking around mm-hmm. um, because they can't be you know yeah. open about it more more often than not they're pretending they don't know each other yeah and brandon says it was nicer square dancing with kelly than hiding with lucinda mm-hmm. and then they kiss sure do big moment yeah man couldn't believe it you're not having it i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know how i feel but anyway I mean- I knew that it was coming, but I do sort of agree with you that in last episode, it was just sort of like, oh, yeah, Brandon and Kelly have it a just, little It's just, it's all happening okay. so fast. It is quick. Yeah. It is quick. I feel like that's going to be the overarching, like, critique of this season that it's shocking that, cert- like, the whole thing with them on the beach and Jill and everything, that was this season, you that's know, crazy. and that feels like decades ago. But yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
So I agree. It feels quick, but I, I like the scene quite a bit. So. Yeah. So Kelly is like, can you tell me I'm your sister again? But then they then they really kiss. They sure do. And Kelly kind of breaks away and is like, I'll walk the rest of the way to the yeah. cabin by myself. At the Peach Pit, Dylan is doing paperwork and he sees Lucinda come in. And we learn that he got up and left. So yeah. they didn't they didn't do anything. He just no, it is, suddenly left. It's kind of a cliffhanger moment because they're kiss and he pulls back a little bit, but he's not like, How dare you? Yeah. So this is where we learn. Kind of yeah. like with David and the toe drugs. Yeah. You know, it's left ambiguous. <laughs> the toe drugs. <laughs> uh so yeah, he's like, Yeah, you were just trying to sleep with me so I would finance your yeah. film. Yeah. And she is like how dare you? <laughs> I was not. I'm attracted to you. Do you only think people like you for your money? And he's like, yeah. In this situation, yes. Yeah. And she's like, well, you're wrong. And she walks out. Yeah. I'm like, you're How dumb. How dare he? How dare you're he? You're dumb, Lucinda. She is. Uh, at Andrea's dorm, <laughs> she's She's walking down the hall and she hears these squeaking springs of a bed. <laughs> and she's like, that is it. So yeah. she's banging on the door and Steve's like, go away. <laughs> but he finally answers and she's like, get out of this room. She's so <laughs> mad at him. And she's she, furious. She pushes her way in and we see that Steve was with Kathy. Yeah. The RA. Yeah. Uh, this is Steve's first real anything since Celeste, since yeah. the breakup, right? This is the that any time we've seen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So then Andrea leaves and she's she's laughing. She thinks it's funny. So. Yeah. Weird that we never see Kathy again. I mean, it seems like that there's yeah. more like comedy gold to mine there, but that's it. I that's all that. we see. So, so long, Kathy. At the retreat. Uh, they're all getting ready to leave. They're saying their goodbyes. Claire is talking with Kelly about piercings and how she wanted one. But when you get old, then you're an old person with piercings. And... <laughs> uh, she also I mean... asked Kelly how Brandon is in bed. Mm -hmm. um, Kelly's like, what? She seems a little taken. A little taken with Brandon. Yes, and when Brandon comes out, she gives him like kisses on the cheek. Mm-hmm. Uh, which the chancellor is like, we went to Paris and she picked up this kissing thing. Okay. Yeah. Sure, that's why. After the chancellor and Claire leave, Kelly is saying she can't play this dating game anymore. Mm -mm. Uh, but they do share one one more kiss. Yeah. Kelly's kind of like, this really isn't working out because we're having feelings for each other. And then they're like, agreed. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. They make out. <laughs> Let's seal that yeah. non-deal with a with a Let's kiss. Let's never do this again. Let's kiss on it. <laughs> At the lab, Donna and Brenda are returning the dog, but outside of the lab are some animal rights protesters who want them to sign a petition because there's going to be a vote to prevent animal testing on campus. Mm -hmm. But then Andrea comes out in her lab coat and is like, hey, let's take the dog. Here we go. Yeah, the, this is where I felt like we had a cut Andrea Brenda scene. Yeah, because I mean, you could figure out they went and they talked and this is what happened. But it, the way the scene was shot just felt like we were building on something that had already happened. So I feel like I think I'm going to put go on record to say that I think there's a cut scene. I think you would probably be correct. Thank you, Kendra. <laughs> so, yeah. So then we have like a standoff between the animal rights protesters and Andrea, who's like, 
you need to trust me. Yeah. This dog is fine. We yeah, don't she... harm animals. We're saving people's Which, lives. I, I mean, they do harm animals. I mean, yeah. that's kind of yeah a lie. But she, yeah, she kind of puts it to Donna like, who are you going to believe? Me or these yahoos? Yeah. You know? So they do give the dog to Andrea. Um, and I don't they... think they, I don't think they signed the petition. No, they do sign the petition. Oh, they do. Yeah, okay, they do. All they right. give the dog and then they immediately then go they, sign the petition. Sign. Okay. All right. At Kelly Donna Davids, the whole gang is there. They're love talking it. about, yep, I, I know we need hangout. more, more need hangout more. stuff. Kendra, remember when we had a huge hangout like over a year ago when that was the last time any fun happened? Yep, yep. Oy. I do recall. Anyway, so they're talking about animal rights and that stuff. Andrea and Jesse then arrive and bring the dog, Rocky. Yeah. yeah. Jesse's dialogue in this, I, I have it memorized. Do you want to hear it? Yes. Jesse says, well, I guess you have to be a dog to get any attention around here. And then later <laughs> he says, adios. That was all of Jesse's lines for the episode. All right. Um, a dad joke. Donna and Brenda are all over the dog, you know, petting it and yeah. stuff. And David says, kind of makes you want to grow fur, huh? And Brandon's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> But it turns out because the dog escaped, he's useless to the control group that he was in now. So they can keep the dog. <laughs> I love that she says that like it's supposed to sound huma humane. Like you yeah. can keep him. He's useless to the control group now. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Andrea. Uh, we have another like, oh, thanks for loaning me your girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Oh, anytime so you want to borrow my girlfriend. Oh, so funny between Brandon and Dylan. Yeah. Uh, Kelly asks if Lucinda hit the jackpot with Dylan. He's like, <laughs> mm. not exactly. Yep. Not for lack of trying. Yeah. Brandon then is like, I'm out. And Brenda's like, where are you sneaking off to? And he's like, I'm not sneaking. This is commonly referred to as walking. Yeah. We should mention that Kelly and Dylan have been making out oh, pretty yeah. much this whole time. Yeah. A lot. Yep. And so Brandon, uh, of course, goes to Lucinda's. She answers the door and he's like, did you miss me? And she says, you first. But then she pulls him in and says, I thought about you all weekend long. Liar. What a liar. You were a liar. That's the end of the episode. Liar. All right. Liar, liar, I... pants on fire. <laughs> what is your 90210 snap? It's got to be one of the kisses. Yeah. Probably, I don't know, probably Brandon and Kelly. That's probably the bigger deal, though. I think the more like the music swells soap opera -y moment would be the Dylan Lucinda. Yeah. Just because it's so like they're sitting Dylan on just top can't, of each other. He just can't help it. He's just I guess so not. good looking. No. He, he gets yeah. himself into these situations. Anytime this happened. Well, it happened with the Borg Queen in uh, season three, <laughs> Wild Horses. So, right. Yeah. You know, he can't resist. <laughs> yeah. But here he is. Here he is. Yeah. So, I mean, we mentioned this before, but like it's I, I wish Lucinda was one thing but i mean maybe that's their point she's presenting herself as one thing but she's think, really another thing i think that's giving them too much credit all right just bad just bad character. I, think, I think it is just bad we're gonna write a feminist i just think it's out of touch with with what that really means so yeah. kendra does the episode hold up for you um yeah i you know what it had a cute dog in it uh, with a happy ending for the dog, and yeah, so that's I, true. I enjoyed that. Though I was sad for the dog. Happy ending most of the for time. the dog. Okay, <laughs> good. Because the dog gets to live with Donna. No, no, no. Yeah, I think that there are a couple of 
big moments. You know, I think I think, you know, the Kelly Brandon kiss for better or worse is is a noteworthy moment in the mm-hmm. series. And I think, you know, we meet Claire and that's important. So this is definitely not an episode that you could skip. I don't know that it's a particularly strong episode, but like, yeah, series wise, you have to watch this episode That's how I would put it. I'd agree with that. OK. All right. Well, Kendra, uh, I'm excited to keep going. We're winding. I feel like I say this every week, but we're kind of winding down on season four. We're getting there. We're under 10. We're under 10 episodes left. So final countdown situation here. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, if in between this episode and the next, you miss Kendra or I, you can find me as the host of How's Things, the podcast and radio show of the David A. Howe Public Library. You can find that at soundcloud.com slash all the books or anywhere you get your podcast. What about you, Kendra? People need their Kendra fix on a Wednesday. (laughs) You know, uh, you can find me. I'm Miss Musicbox91 online, and I have a website, MissMusicbox.com. I am also the co-host of the podcast. Nine, no, nope, that's this podcast. Nineties Music Got. Sorry, they both start with a nine and a zero. Nineties uh, Music Got Me Like, where each week we talk about a different nineties song. Exciting. So we have uh, a poll up right now to pick our mm-hmm. next one. So head on over to at 90s Music Got Me on Twitter and vote in the poll. Okay. All right. And then you can join us next week as we continue our 90210 discussion with season four, episode 23. Kendra, you're going to love this title. So just buckle up. All right. A pig is a boy is a dog. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Pig is a boy is a dog. 902 and here we go. 